I'm going to teach you how to overcome your fears, and by overcome them I mean not, just be cool with them. So, <laughs> just a very generic home brand version of overcoming your fears. And if you have a question, because this was asked by somebody, put it in the comments, for the love of God, stop writing, uh, how do I get you to suck my balls? Yes, it's very hilarious the first few times, but after a while I just want the damn serious questions. Stop joking around! This is all I ever do on this channel. What you need to think about when you're thinking about your fear is that most of what is happening in your body is what's called resistance. Because it is. <laughs> That's why it's called that. Essentially, it's the idea in Buddhist philosophy that there's a difference between uh, suffering and pain. And that is that if you just focus on the pain of, say, getting your finger cut off, you go... Aah! But then there's people that'll sit there for the rest of their life going, I used to have old pinky boy here, and now every time I look at it, I've just got the reminder that he's not there anymore. And that's suffering. Now this happens in moment-to-moment -moment basis as well. It's not just accumulatory, although it is. That is true hell, reliving the same pain over and over again. But, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a quote. I just put that voice on it, mm, wise. If you are, the classic example that everybody always uses because it's the biggest fear, even more so than death, which is so bizarre to me that people would rather die than do a presentation on why Coke is better than Pepsi at school. What a world. To quote that song by that guy that only had one hit, it's a mad world. <laughs> and so, what happens when you're going up on stage is that your heart starts beating erratically and you start getting sweaty palms and you go, oh no, people are gonna judge me. Even though that's my whole job. Still, even though it's my whole job to go on stage, I, I have this thing of, why don't people come see me? Couldn't they just give me money and get no service in return? <laughs> you get that feeling every time. Now, there's ways that you can counteract it, such as reinterpreting the feelings that you're having. So before you go on, so the fact that you've got knees weak, arms are sweaty, <laughs> all that stuff, that is also could be reinterpreted as being extremely excited about something about to happen. Think about the first time you got laid, huh? I think there's probably about 20% of the people here that are a little bit too old that should have been laid by now going, <laughs> You're so right. This channel's just me coming into laughing at people's deficiencies. But I laugh at my own sometimes, but nowhere near as much as yours. Thanks for the free entertainment. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so if you're scared, of going on stage, that's what's happening, right? Your body is feeling tense, it starts beating erratically. Um, what else happens? Your, your mind starts to rush really quickly, just go, oh, what do people do like it? Every time, every time you go up. Even though I've done my current stand-up show over 50 times at this point, it's still just like, what if I pull? That, that is just irrationally what happens in your mind. As soon as your mind is faced with a threat, it just goes into overdrive and starts panicking. It's just that little scene when there's a core meltdown in any film of everyone going, ah, that's what happens in your brain. The way that you, the way that you beat that, now there's a million techniques that'll help it, but the thing that I think that is the first thing that you need to do, the first call of action, anytime you're scared about anything, anytime you have a fear, is you embrace it. You embrace the fear. And then what happens after that is your mind starts calming down. And how do you embrace it? 
Pretty much all that happens is you acknowledge it, aka non-resistance. You don't resist the fact that you're scared. You just sit there and groove on that feeling. It's the same thing that happens with cravings as well. You've got a craving for smoking cigarettes, even though I can't really talk, but I mean, I guess I can. It's kind of the same as saying, is someone a stoner if they smoke weed once a month? The answer is yes. So, yep, I'm a filthy smoker. But I used to be a pack a day smoker, not a pack a day smoker, but you know, like every, every few days I go, oh, fuck, meow, meow. Time for the ground fruit with you. Yep. Oh, nice. Half of one. There's some Irish backpacker smoke. Now I've got herpes. Worth it. That was my life. <laughs> and now every now and then, just while I'm just at a pub or something like that, and then someone goes, you want a cigar? I go, yes. <laughs> but most of the time, the way that I was able to get off it is just by acknowledging the fact that you just sit there with your cravings, with your fear, and you just dwell on the feeling. So if you wanted a quick coffee, for instance, and that's what happens because I've noticed that the more that you drink it, which is just something that I do because it just makes you more conversational sometimes when I just have to do a podcast or something like that. Um, what happens is after, and it makes you want to shit, no? <laughs> that little Italian face, ooh. Which is pretty much the same as a Japanese person. And let's be honest, they're the same people. Super Mario, prove me wrong. They always at that point of, of uh, having, you know, you can feel your brain because it's a highly addictive substance. Just be like, yeah, it's just more. But if you just sit there and you just feel that feeling of like, and then you kind of just accept it or even, even this as well. Imagine, which is something else that I do just before going out on stage. I imagine the audience having a really good time. And then if they don't, well, that's not my problem. I did everything I can. Uh, but you imagine the audience having a really good time. And it's the same thing with coffee. If you want to not have coffee, if you want to not give as much, and it's the same problems over and over again. It's just like, my dick's in control, help. That's pretty much all self-help on the net. <laughs> uh, but all those things, the way that you get out of it is to just go through it. You just sit there with the feeling. None resistance. Same thing if you want to walk up to some hot cheeky babe that you're scared of talking to, bros. Just accept that she's probably going to reject you. And then after that, you walk up and you're just like, oh, and also I'm going to make an ass of myself. And then you just walk up and then you make an ass of yourself. It's fine because you have preempted that that's going to happen. Not only have you preempted that it's going to happen, you've accepted that that's going to happen. And if anything else doesn't happen, that's fine. But you know what else is very, very interesting about all of this? And it's the same thing with when you're trying to meditate and you can't quiet your mind. You just kind of go with the thoughts for a bit. What usually happens is when you're scared of these situations and you just accept it for what it is, so that you accept the fact that you are currently scared, that you just kind of sit with the feeling, essentially what happens is your mind starts to slow down. Normally what happens when you bomb on stage, for instance, is that your mind starts going really fast because nobody laughed at a certain joke and then you start fucking up all your other lines and so it just becomes this snowball of Duh! a loud snowball. <laughs> that's, that's a, look, that's, that's what I've got, all right? You're just gonna have to live with that. It's not the best analogy. Whatever, it's one take. Stop judging me. You don't have to watch. Uh, <laughs> and so you can just, what happens is your brain starts to speed up, but if you just sit there and acknowledge that, okay, nobody laughs at that joke, or if you're 
you know, wanting to have a, a, a coffee or something like that, and then you just like, it's just gotta happen. You just sit there and you go, yeah, well, I just feel like having one at the moment. What happens is that feeling sort of subsides. Actually, it's happening today because I'm on my fasting day. Ooh, gotta keep treating girls. And what happens on that fasting day is about 3 p.m., which is now when I'm recording it, you start feeling that, this is come on, come on, come on, you came there yesterday, you want it in. You get that feeling in your stomach. The way that you go through it is you kind of just feel it. You kind of <laughs> you just acknowledge that you're going to be hungry. You just go, yeah, I'm hungry at the moment. After a while, that feeling subsides and your brain moves on. That's the difference. So if you kind of just surrender to the idea, it sort of starts to have less power because as soon as you surrender to the idea, you've kind of just acknowledged it as for what it just is, which is just a thought. So when you're bombing on stage, for instance, and you say a joke and then you just hear, <laughs> if you kind of just sit there and look at the moment, usually people start laughing anyway because they've just acknowledged that you're kind of cool with fucking up, which is kind of just a secret to life in general. People like people that are just able to just expose themselves warts at all. I don't know why I keep bringing up Kyle and Jack here. In fact, actually, yes, I do because I just listened to a podcast of it and I just went, what an inspiration. He's so fat. But... <laughs> He was saying exactly the same thing in it, which is that people are attracted to people who are not afraid to expose anything about themselves. And so the thing is, what happens is if you resist an idea, that becomes very obvious in your psychology. Other people start sensing it as well, and they start tensing up. Remember how we talked about state transferal maybe a year ago, which is that whatever you're feeling is what other people start to feel. And you can reverse that by vibing, um, and focus on the other person. And by focusing on the other person, ironically, you start to give off a bit of vibe as well. And also a vibe that is more favorable to them. Look, anyway, we did that in another video. That's in the past. This one for now is the idea of non-resistance, which is the opposite feeling of what I was just stating. So I don't know why I brought that up just to confuse you. They, in those situations, when you're feeling that moment and you kind of just sit there silently, stewing on it. All of these things are very hard to describe unless you've actually experienced it, okay? But the best way I think that it's worked in my mind is the idea of non-resistance. Every time I hear that phrase, it works for me. Something else might work for you, such as acceptance, such as acknowledgement, or any of those kind of ideas. But just the idea that once something is in your head, just accept that it's there groove on it man and then what happens after that and this happens with fears and cravings after what happens is that thought starts to lose its power because you've just acknowledged it for what it is which is just a sudden ping of emotions in your body going <laughs> and you just sit there and you go oh isn't that interesting you know the other thing that i start doing before i go on stage when your start, heart starts beating really erratically is this idea of breathing through your heart which is that you just acknowledge that your heart, you try and breathe through it. That's the only way that I can describe it. You know when people say, breathe through your stomach. You can just try and breathe through your heart because you can feel it tensing up. You're just forcing it to loosen because you're just dumping oxygen into it. Just going, get in there. And, it goes, <laughs> and then you start climbing down again. In fact, it's all about, it, it, this is just a very quick trick of getting yourself more present and in tune with the moment. Because as soon as you're in your head, you're dead. Remember that. In fact, write it down. When you're in your head, you're dead. In any situation, whenever you're feeling fearful, when you start feeling your mind racing, just get that one phrase in your head, non-resistance. Write that down as well. And write me down some questions. 
So more homework just to help me. This is a very selfish teaching experience, isn't it? And furthermore, like the video and be nice to me in the comments. Don't write anything mean at all, ever. I can't handle it. From a guy that has a self-help channel. Ah, see you guys. We have fun, don't we?